Hey everyone, and welcome to Screams After Midnight. I am Peter, that is Tim. We talk about horror movies on this show, and in this episode we are going to talk about a film called The Ritual, uh, which is a British horror film uh, starring Rafe Spall, uh, and it's from a first-time director, well, well first-time feature-length director. I, I, I looked him up, I was curious. Uh, he done like a segment in Southbound, he did a segment in VHS, oh. so he's, he's been in some horror anthologies, but this is his first uh, full full go of it, his, his first full turn, if you will. But yes, yeah, so, so we'll start spoiler-free, as we always do, and we'll give you warnings somewhere in the middle before we go into spoilers. Uh, the Ritual is about a group of friends who go on a, a vacation to Sweden. And they go hiking in the in the woods in the hills. Uh, partly as a tribute, they had a friend who who died uh, before. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say like vacation makes it sound a little like funner than it kind of is. <laughs> funner. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that. I mean I think that technically that's a word, but I just <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, More fun, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure, sure, sure. But to be fair, they, they, they were talking about going on a trip before that happened, which right. is not a spoiler that someone died, that's kind of the, the premise of the movie, is that they're, they're yeah. there to honour his memory. So they go up to this hill in the middle of nowhere in Sweden and give him a little tribute and send them off a, a ritual, if you will. Uh, <laughs> that's not what the title's referring to, though, for the record. But uh, one of them gets gets a hurt ankle and they, they, they want to try and get back to the, the lodge. There's a lodge that, you know, it's maybe two days, they have to camp one night, you know, on the way back. But in an effort to cut that journey short, to make a shortcut, instead of going around the approved trail, they try and cut through this dense woods. And of course things go wrong. They find a creepy cabin with creepy symbolic things in it. And there's maybe something happening in the woods that's creepy. And I don't even really want to say any more than that. I feel like any more than that is uh, in spoiler territory. But there you go. That is that is the general premise of the of the ritual. Uh, so Tim actually couldn't stop himself from telling me yesterday <laughs> what he f- just his general feelings in the matter. But I'll ask the question for the audience yep. at home: How did you feel about the ritual? Holy moly! I loved uh, this movie. I uh, I wanted to do it completely blind. Uh, I don't remember if I saw a trailer. Uh, I feel like someone brought this up for before. Maybe you tagged me in a post or something yeah. about it before, but I I really didn't know anything about it. Uh, actually, it was uh, I watched it with, with Melissa on Friday night, and we queued up Netflix, and we were just gonna watch like a Cloverfield uh, Paradox, which uh, <laughs> thank God that instead we saw this pop up, and I was like, oh hey, let's do you want to check this out? And like it was funny because like slowly on Friday I started seeing people like before I I was about to watch it like you know, kind of start popping up, like, going, like, the ritual, oh, my God, like, oh, my God, this movie, oh, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, let's see what this is about. And I freaking loved it. Uh, I think it's the, like, story-wise and character-wise, there's not, like, a ton going on. I feel like it's very simple, like, um, but just the, you know, similar to something like The Witch, uh, I just feel like this is so atmospheric and looks so great and um you know again don't want to spoil too much but once creepy stuff starts happening i was totally hooked and all in for it so uh yeah without gushing too much i I will say huge thumbs up for me this is great the first great movie of uh the year probably the best movie of the year who knows we'll see (laughs) 
All these bold statements. All these bold statements. <laughs> okay, where, where do I start with that? Um, <laughs> see, I want to troll you so hard right now, Tim. I really want to mm-hmm. troll you so hard. Um, no, it's, I, I, I'm okay if you don't love it, but if you say that you don't <laughs> at least kind of like it, I will quit <laughs> right here now. <laughs> no, I, I, actually, I actually liked it a lot. Uh, okay, thank God. Yeah, yeah you're good. <laughs> this is not like because I remember we did that movie like two years ago, uh, The Hollow, where you were raving about. It. You'd already seen it. You were like, "Oh, this is the best thing ever, Peter. You're gonna love this. It's great. It's great." And I watched it, and I thought it was really mediocre. And it was just, it, it made for one of the most awkward reviews we've ever done because. I just thought it was meh, and you seemed to love it, and it was like mostly like it was like you were defending it, but you weren't like really fighting me on it. It was weird. Uh, I, th- I think there's there's some movies like that that I like, but I, like I can tell that yeah. it, it might not be everyone's cup of tea. This is like the kind of movie where I love it, and if people don't like it, it's like all right, well you're a bad person. <laughs> like okay, sorry, uh, yeah, sorry you don't understand what's good. <laughs> And yet, there's other reviews like The Boy where you choose that hill to die on, where you're like, no, you're going to stand there and you're going to fight me on every legitimate complaint that I throw at you. And you just, you, yeah. it's one of those well, things. Um, that, that's the kind of movie that uh, you, you look at yourself in the mirror and you understand that you are a unique, beautiful individual and you can't let other people's comments bring you down. Here's the thing, right? I enjoy when I hate something that you love. I enjoy that. <laughs> what I don't enjoy is when I am male on it because it's just not as fun. Remember the wailing? Yeah, you you yeah. love the wailing, and I was just kind of, eh, you know, it was okay, but I didn't oh, love yeah. it. Yeah. Like, it makes for an awkward conversation. But when I hate it, when I actually think it's legitimate garbage, and for some reason you're delusional and you like it, <laughs> that, 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 is, that is where the entertainment value well, comes in. Well, because yeah, like, like if you if you're both at like opposite ends, then you can have like a like a fight about it, and and not like a you know like a oh I I hate you fight, but like a, a good spirited debate. Uh, whereas if you're just in the middle and someone's like you know uh, three quarters uh, or something, then it's kind of more just like uh, yeah, we're kind of just dancing around. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's not as exciting. But yes. I, I am I was I'm glad to hear that. Uh, that you enjoyed this because I, I, I thought that you would, but you never know. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, because I think I think what it does is right from the get go, like you say, the the character story is kind of simple, but it's actually solid, and I think that's actually something that we are so used to watching bad horror movies where the character story is not solid. Whereas this, right at the start, it sets up what the theme of the movie is. It sets up what the the main characters kind of like his thing is, what, what he's feeling, and it's about his guilt, it's about him feeling like a coward because he didn't intervene, because when we said that the, the friend was, was dead, we, you know, he was killed, He was he, they happened to stumble upon a, a shop uh, being being robbed, and these these muggers, like, you know, attacked him, and he was there but didn't intervene, he was sort of hiding, and because he was out of sight, he just stayed hidden, and that, that kind of yeah. sets up the themes of the movies where he's too scared to act. Yeah. 
and it, I feel like it's such like a real moment because like he he's like gripping this bottle of like alcohol and you yeah, know, he's, the ho- he's thinking about it. He's he's, he's thinking of yeah. do, do I jump out yeah. and hit this guy with this? Yeah, like the Hollywood thing to do is you know you sneak around, you hit the guys in the back, or you stand up, you say a one liner, and you throw it. But no, it feels like it's a very real like thing where he's cowering and he's looking at his friends and they make contact real quick and he's like, you can tell he's like, I, I want to help him, but I just can't and i feel like that's what a lot of people would do and yeah it's, it's a, it feels real and i think that opening said to me right from the start okay this director knows what he's doing well this director yeah. gets how he handle these moments it's a really well shot sequence and then that's that's kind of my big my big praise for the rest of the movie is that it's just really well directed. It does the creepy stuff really well. You know, you, you see something moving between the trees in the distance. When they find like you know, like uh, like symbols and stuff, and like you know, weird artifacts, almost Blair Witch esque looking stuff. Like it feels kind of creepy. It looks interesting. It looks okay. What is this? Um, and I could easily see this exact same plot in a different director's hands being a complete mess. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I could easily see it. I, I don't think there's anything about the plot that actually makes it work. It's how it's handled. It's how it's the look of things. It's the way it's shot. It's the, it's the way it's, it's paced out. It's the the way mm. it affects the character's kind of journey and what he's mm. feeling and his own emotions and mm. all that stuff. So, And, and I think it's like it, it kind of harkens to, uh, again, kind of comparing it to The Witch, like that movie, you know, really, really simple premise uh like you can't sell people on the premise because there really isn't one there you know it's just it's a it's a very simple story uh and and like same thing with this it's like you can't really describe it to people it's just like you just have to watch it like you know once you watch it like you get caught up uh just in the atmosphere and the way it looks oh, and like speaking everything. of speaking of atmosphere, uh, the five point one mix in this, the, my subwoofer <laughs> was got absolutely nuts at certain points. It was <laughs> it was ramping up the bass, something awful. Uh, well, I, I mean, I don't like I didn't, I watch this on like uh, a computer. Like I I don't really have a, a good uh, home system set up, unfortunately. But this was actually one that kind of like made me pissed that it wasn't in theaters like i would have loved to have gone to the theater to see this it mm. like it looked great and uh <laughs> yeah like uh yeah unfortunately I, I don't really have a big tv or speakers or anything and but and, and for the most part I, usually, I don't really care about that stuff but this is something where it does look uh so great that i would love to have had that theater experience it's, it's very atmospheric it's very um yeah i mean it's slow but it's intentionally slow at building um and i think it does a really good job of slowly building and it it very much pays off it's not like it cocktails at the end Mm. like the last couple of minutes to the movie like it's fully showing you all of its hands like it it keeps revealing just a little bit more and then when you get to the end it's like here have it have it in your face and and i'm usually more the one who like complains about stuff like oh, they didn't show the stuff that I wanted or, oh, it was too slow. But, you know, like this... It comes at night. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that is a a bad example of, uh, you know, this kind of movie. This is a great example. It's a good example of you (laughs) not getting that kind of movie. This was so well done, though. Like, I was enraptured, yeah, like pretty much from the start. Uh, And, yeah, like when it does get creepy, it, it, like, feels like it's so well earned uh and do, even do, like do you know what like, I like i like the opening scene with the the the, the robbery 
feels like a horrific scene and it's got a lot of tension and it feels scary. Oh, yeah. But there's no actual creepy horror stuff for quite mm-hmm. a while. Like, up until they actually get like lost in the woods and they, they find the creepy cabin. Like yeah. up until then, it is just like oh, they're on a hike and they're they're talking. And it's just all about the drama and how they're feeling and complaining. And they feel like real people. All all they're bickering and like making fun of each other. Like oh, he's going to moan about his leg all the way back, or he's going to mm-hmm. say this, or he's like this. Like it all felt very real. They feel like, they felt like real people. Yeah, so that's actually something I wanted to bring up about the characters is, um, like I kind of mentioned before, like there's nothing that really stands out about them, but like I don't mean that in a bad way. Like this is actually, I think, some of the most realistic characters I've seen Mm. in a horror movie in a long time. Like no one is, you know, like the standout character or anything. Like it's, like you got like one, like, all right, this guy maybe complains a little bit more, but it's not like he's the over the top, you know, annoying jokester or something. Or like, it's not like this guy's like, you know, the macho alpha male. Like they all like, you know, they're just kind of like normal people. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they veer into slightly different roles just kind of naturally, but they're not yeah. like, there's one who's kind of the leader and he, he's the one with the compass and he's kind of making the, the best, like, not, I mean, he's making the recommendations we should go this way we should do this we'd use yeah. a shortcut um and it's like it, it it's not in that like hollywood way where yeah. he's like you know a, a superhero like oh he's gonna be the one that saves the day or whatever yeah. like it's like, it's like yeah. yeah like every group of friends kind of has the guy that takes charge and like that's his role yeah yeah uh so they, they all kind of kind of kind of fill those roles but they all feel like real people so that's really good. And that actually makes it more effective when the creepy stuff starts and just trying to rationalise it. They're trying to say, no, it's just this. And no, it can't be like, no. Yeah. Like, but then eventually enough stuff happens and they start to accept what's going on. And, you know, that get, that gets more interesting. Uh, so, But again, it has a bit more weight to it because they feel like real people up until that point. And they still do after that. But like, the, the point I'm yeah. making is though, they just feel like normal people who get lost in the woods and then shit happens. <laughs> and uh, the things the things go from there. Uh, like I said, I, I think the ending. Like I, I was worried. I was enjoying it a lot, but I was worried that the, the ending was going to ruin it. Like I, I had that feeling to me that, like h- how they end this might completely kill it. You know, mm-hmm. if the payoff, if if you know what it's building up to doesn't quite click, or if it feels like a whimper or whatever. And luckily, uh, I dug it a lot. Like luckily, I oh, nice. I, I I felt like. It, it went in some places I expected it to, but at the same time, it, it kind of did it in an interesting way. Um, yeah, my thought, uh, if there was something that you didn't like about it, uh, I would think that maybe you didn't like that they maybe showed too much, um, which, uh, which which I can understand that, because hmm. for most of the movie, there's uh, it's creepy, but it is in a um, you know, little it's, bit... It's what you don't ambig- see. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it's kind of like ambiguous. Like you know, stuff is going on, but you don't really know uh, what it is. And even by the end of the movie, it's not like everything is crystal clear. Um, but they do actually show you uh, more stuff than I was expecting, which uh, I would have been happy. Like you know, even if it ended like you know five minutes earlier or whatever, I still would have been floored um, just because of you know the way everything was handled. But uh, the fact that I do feel like they go that extra mile and like you said in someone else's hands the stuff they showed you could have easily like just made you groan but mm-hmm. in- instead in here i i was like wow i'm i'm surprised that they went this way but i'm happy they did i really dug it yeah uh 
I, I recommend it. It's got a great sound mix as well. Like I said, the, the subwoofer was going nuts, but also just the the just the, the the quiet of the woods, and then like you know something would happen. And, you know, I, I'd hear like a crow or something fly by behind me, or like you know, uh, <laughs> like you know, that kind of thing. There was there was a lot of that going on. Uh, so really, really, really good. Uh, very atmospheric, obviously, is the is the big key thing, and extremely well directed. Um, uh, and like I said, so, the main character has an arc. The main character has like this guilt that he's working through, and it's all about him not being a coward. So, yeah. And and they blend that really well with like um, you know, cutting back and forth between like you know that kind of scene and stuff with what's going on in the woods, uh, mm. which I I wouldn't have thought like like once the stuff in the woods was happening, like I wouldn't have thought like oh that we need to go back there. But I thought it actually played uh, pretty well. Mm. Yeah, thoughts on that in the spoilers because yeah. uh. Yeah. You know, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so let me ask you real quick before we go into spoilers, because uh, I, I didn't look up the director. So, do you? Does it say which segments he worked on in those other movies? It didn't on IMDb, but I can probably okay. uh, uh, find that out relatively quickly. Yeah. I'll find out Southbound. I'll get Southbound up. Yeah, Southbound is the one I'm more interested in because uh, I, I like most of the movies in that. Yeah, because be yeah, we really like that. Um. That was a 2015 movie, if I recall. Sounds yep. right. Yes, 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 yes. Um, so, where are we? Oh! His was the best one. I th- well, from my memory. Uh, the Accident. Oh, that's uh, the guy at the hospital? Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Right. yeah he's he's, a, he's a, argu- arguably the best one of that. That was okay, a very good anthology overall, but that was arguably yeah. the best one. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know... Uh, same thing with like you know the last couple of years with like you know it follows the witch get out um yeah this guy is someone that's definitely going to be on my radar now that like yeah. whatever the next thing he does i am a hundred percent on board for i'm be very excited to hear yeah i actually just looked up what he's he's uh short in <laughs> vhs was admittedly it's been longer since i've seen that and it didn't leave as much of an impression so I'm actually not entirely sure. Uh, Does it have a title? Yeah, it's called Amateur Night, but I don't really remember what it is. <laughs> <clears throat> Amateur Night. Uh, it doesn't sound familiar. I, I think the only... I think I remember this stuff from VHS 2 a little bit more. I, I think the first VHS, there was the, um, the oh, one no. with like... Actually, I remember the twist of this one now. That, uh, I won't spoil it for obvious okay. reasons, but uh, I do actually kind of remember how this one ended now. Um, it was okay. That, I mean, VHS wasn't anywhere nearly as good as Southbound overall, though. So, okay. Uh, well, I, yeah, I'm, I'm, with this and Southbound, though, is enough to definitely yeah give me uh, you know the benefit of the doubt on this guy. Oddly enough, that short and uh, VHS though had a had a spin-off movie. Oh really? Yeah, in 2016, called oh, Siren. Okay. Oh, oh, I I I heard that wasn't that good. I I I'd never seen it myself, so I can't really. Yeah. Did he direct that as well? Oh no no! He, he, I don't think he had anything to do with it beyond maybe oh, okay. a, like a you know a credit of creating the. Oh okay, all right. So we won't put that on him then, even if it sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh. no, that's cool. All right. Oh, yeah, Should yeah. we launch it as spoilers? Because I, I feel like it's kind of hard to talk about. Yeah, everything else is super spoilers. <laughs> so yeah, full full spoilers then for for the ritual you have been warned. Okay, so. I had no because obviously I'd seen the trailer and 
they, they obviously get to the cab and it's creepy. You, there's that like sort of like a straw model of something yeah. with antlers stuck to it in the, the in the attic, which freaks them out. There's the symbols everywhere, and I'm thinking, okay, it's very Blair Witch. You know what we're we doing here? Mm-hmm. What's going on? It's kind of creepy. And then like. And a few scenes later, obviously, they all have their nightmares. One of them makes up, you know, pissing himself. One's streaming in his sleep. Obviously, our main character, Luke, uh, has, like, this, like, weird flashback memory nightmare of the, 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 the attack again. And then wakes up with, like, a sort of, like, cuts on his chest, making a symbol. Um, and and, and, and then the, the other guy's, like, naked and praying to the the effigy yeah. in, the, in the attic, which is obviously very creepy. But it's so it's like okay, so that this is still filling into Milky. It's kinda of like Blair Witch and that that's fine. Like it's just so far it's really well directed. That them finding the cabin, feeling uneasy, all of it was really good. And then they're in the tent at night and you hear these big footsteps, this big like these big hooves just like you know and this is where my subwoofer was just going nuts. And I'm like, <laughs> Is there a monster? Is it a, is it a monster movie? And then it, it as the more it went on, it kept playing more and more like a monster movie, and I'm like, Yeah. Alright, okay. Where are we going with this? So uh, that was that was impressive to me, and yeah, yeah, and I, I wasn't sure how much they were going to show of it. I wasn't sure how much they were going to hide it or whatever. And yeah. they do obviously at the end eventually do outright show it, uh, way more than I was expecting to. Um, and yeah. the first time you see it, and I think the reason why it works because I, I like the, the mythology with it because when we eventually see this village of people who worship it. Uh, they're like, oh, it's a god, and it's like it's the bastard child of Loki, and I'm like, okay, yep. all right, we're getting right into Norse <laughs> mythology. Okay, that's cool. But what I liked about it more than anything else, and why I think I liked seeing it, seeing it once we eventually got there, was that it had a really cool design. Like, um, yeah, like it's, it's obviously it's this giant deer almost in, in, in kind of places, and you find out that that effigy from earlier on was kind of the top of its head when it sort of leans down. Yeah. But the part about it I loved was the face. It was like, <laughs> it, it was almost like part of its body made like a natural hood, and then inside the hood, you didn't you didn't see any details. It was just black, but you saw two yellow eyes. It was just it, so creepy and unique. I liked it so much. Yeah, it kind of looked like like a giant. I guess, I guess kind of like an elk creature, and but then like the front of it to me, it looked like an upside down body. But then, like, the head was kind of, like, at the bottom part. And then, yeah, like you said, it's kind of like this almost hooded part with these glowing eyes and then the arms reaching out there. And it it, it looked so cool. It, it kind of reminded me of, like, uh, I feel like something you would see in, like, a BPRD comic or something. Mm. Like, it, it, it felt very horror comic uh, to it, me. It was very biblical and huge. And at one, it also has this kind of thing where there's, there's so much of, like, it's... It's almost like a, a, a three because you know like most creatures on two legs you you have like the one, obviously they have a head but you'll just have like the one thing with the, the two sets of legs front and back right yeah. this felt like it had like three sections where eventually it stands up at one point and it's like it's got like the the, the first back and then the second back and then the head yeah. when yeah. it's standing up and it's really huge and it ends up chasing because basically the, the, the he's Luke's been chosen the, the other characters have been killed off one by one Luke's been chosen to join this this group of people and worship him and instead he like fights back he 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 sets fire to a lot of their effigies in, in this new attic where there's, there's all these weird skeleton effigies where they start moving and talking and he burns them all and this pisses off the, the demon <laughs> you know the, the, yeah. the, the demigod whatever he is 
and we get the chase sequences we get him like ducking and diving and uh it's really good like like it, yeah. it, it felt like they they treated it with the respect of not showing it just teasing it for the whole movie giving it the presence and then when we do finally see because the first time we see its face it's worth mentioning it just like it's very sudden because like you know the the the, the, the last surviving member other than Luke just they've put him up in the up in the pod the the, the totem pole and he just mm-hmm. opens his eyes and it's right there on his face yeah and at first it's actually kind of disorientating because you don't really because we've been expecting something huge but it's a close up of just this little face in the hooded part. And you don't really realise, wait, this has been the thing. And then when yeah. you see like the wide shot of it, you see, oh, it's just like this, the middle part of it and the whole thing. You know. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, like when you look back at it, though, there's been like a lot of foreshadowing of it that's really great. Like it, as they're walking through the woods, they see these like uh, elk are impaled, like, um, but they're like high up in the trees. And it's kind of mm-hmm. like, like what? Like how? first of all what would do that second like how could something do that and then yeah like you said you know there's a part where they're hearing footsteps and stuff and um so yeah you're getting this kind of sense that there is this monster but it it's kind of before you see it it's almost like uh like unimaginable (laughs) like to really to be like well what is this thing because yeah you you have the hints of things getting stuck like high up in the trees loud footsteps you see this kind of effigy uh in the cabin but (laughs) like it'd be hard to kind of put that all together in your head. And then once you see it, it's kind of mind blowing. Like, Oh my God, this is it. And it's so unique. Like there's, I can't think of any other horror movie mm. that would have a monster like this. Yeah. It, it actually kind of lives up to the potential of this, just this weird yeah. creature that you couldn't have imagined. And, it, it, Which it, I, and then you get the full on chase sequences with it, with, you know, look running yeah. away from him. I, I feel like most movies, it would either go like, um, yeah, they they won't let you see it, or you'll just see a, the tiniest glimpse of it, or they will show it, but it looks so stupid and then doesn't work. And then this, like, I think it's very impressive that it found, uh, you know, a, a medium of that. It's like, uh, well, no, we're going to hold back, but eventually we will show it to you, and when we do, it's going to be satisfying. It's not going to be cheesy. Uh, it, you're not going to roll your eyes. It's actually going to be awesome. Yeah, and the effects mostly look pretty good like they mostly hold up I, oh yeah yeah I, I never looked at it and went oh ooh, cg i was like no no they, they yeah. saved their money <laughs> you know yeah. they, they shot so much of this and like the for even if they went to sweden to do it and i, I think they did because i mean at, at least if they didn't they they found really nice looking hills because when, when they're hiking yeah. it's like that's really nice like, like uh, i don't know what it is but something about the nordic countries always look really nice on film they always have this nice atmosphere yeah. this obviously mm-hmm. brisk crisp air this cold air mm. but with the the vistas and everything feels very kind of lush uh mm. but again in, in a kind of colder way not not in like a sort of tropical way uh yeah. do you think they probably i don't know this might be a dumb question I, I don't know much about filmmaking but do you think they like used a lot of natural light on this or like oh yeah when they're, shots, yeah and like, they're outside absolutely Ed. Yeah. when it's night time not it won't be <laughs> yeah, yeah. D- during the night time they'll have big big floodlights and stuff like that to to light things up and and, yeah. and what else um but yeah like, it gives it a nice look uh to it like it, it was almost like, like it's kind of dreary but I, I mean i guess maybe that's just you know that region i guess you don't really think of like big bright sunny uh you know the spotches and everything but it, it gives it like a nice feel like because that's kind of the tone of the movie like you said uh they're they're taking this trip but it's kind of a somber trip uh you know because you know part of it is to memorialize our friend and uh that's you get that kind of feeling like outside where it's like 
oh yeah things are like a little you know not like full-on depressing but yeah it's also not like bright sunny and cheerful it's like there's kind of like this under uh you know layer of sadness that's yeah. on there um and the character who lasts longest uh, with luke who sees the monster before he goes uh dom He's the one who's the most antagonistic towards him. At one point, he, he outright says, "Like you know, this is your fault. You 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 got him killed. You didn't you know try and defend him." I mean, even at the start of the movie, he's the one who insisted he get into the store because he wanted more booze. So he he was the one who said, "No, I ask one. Come in with me, someone." And he went in with them, and then that you know, in fact, even that moment, see when they look over and they find the uh, the cashier, like she's, like she's got like a bloody face and she's like sort of oh, yeah. sitting on the floor. Even that on its own is like a really well done, creepy little moment. Uh, but, like, so he actually blames him. So there's a nice sort of arc with their kind of friendship where, towards the end, when everyone else is dead, but the, the, those two, where Luke says to him to try and comfort him, Luke, I'm not leaving you. No matter what, I am not leaving you. And it's like, again, it's, it's, it's coming, like, full kind of, like, circle almost to, you know, he's, he's like, promising him, no, I'll be here for you. I wasn't there for him, but I will be here for you. There's no way I'm letting that get to me again. Because that, that's the big thing with the movie, of course, is that, Ultimately, he is overcoming his fear and overcome, you know, and making sure he actually lives and doesn't let doesn't and not only that, but not letting because that's the big thing is Dom when they're trapped and they've been kidnapped by these people before the the, the ritual actually takes place. He Dom's like convinced he's going to die, so he's like, "Hey, tell my wife, you know, uh, you know, I try to get back to her and so on." Um, but but then he says, "But hey, look." you run promise me you run and you live and it's basically you know don't let what happened eat you up forever you know to get get through it learn from yeah. it and you know be, be alive basically and so a, a lot of this is like it's basically him going through the, the the process of like accepting that he deserves to live because he doesn't feel like he deserves to live for a lot of the movie uh so the idea that he's willing to fight for it by the end and actually you know run from the monster and obviously yeah. the big moment at the end where he kind of wins is that we, he runs from the monster and the monster's pissed at him but he can't leave the forest yeah because uh, he runs out he finally because the whole movie been the forest we can't get out of the forest there's one point where we think that he thinks he sees at the edge of the forest at the top of the hill he goes over it and then there's just more forest <laughs> and he's like he's like so pissed at that point yeah. but at the end of the movie he actually runs out of the forest and the monster can't come out. And he turns around and screams back at him. And for me, that was kind of like him saying... Because at the start of the movie, again, he was hiding like around the like, around the aisle, where he was like you know behind the shelves. And he was hiding because he didn't want to get hurt. Here, this was him like, screaming at the monster, saying, hey, I am here, I am not hiding. Like, you know, it was yeah. him like declaring, you know, I exist, I am here. Uh, yeah. so, so, you know... I Good character. I mean, it was simple. It was just a simple story of like you know getting over guilt and cowardice, but yeah, it worked. Like, it was there. Yeah, sorry. Like I was just gonna say, like you can see the monster as like a manifestation of his guilt, and then you know the end of the movie is finally him, you know, running out of like this you know dark part of his life and finally yeah. like you know escaping into the light, and then just kind of looking back on, you know, um, that guilt and that like you know pent up like. It, sadness and everything he's been feeling and kind of just looking at it and you know basically saying like you know i did it i escaped. yeah screw you yeah i, I did this yeah. <laughs> even just the idea that he, he would like maybe feel that his cowardice is going to end up getting all of his friends killed mm. and they all yeah. die one by one like, if you want to look at the movie like not really happening like this is all in his head like just to yeah. get him through the the, the pain of it and the 
like all the guilt he has. Like, I mean, he could if you wanted to. I don't necessarily think yeah. it is, but because uh, why would oh, they, no, yeah. yeah, why why would they think up some of the, the crazy stuff that happens? I don't know. Yeah. Um, like a, like it's really simple, but yeah, it works on these different levels. Like it is just an awesome, creepy, you know, scary woods monster movie. But yeah, the, also the fact that there is this kind of underlying, you know, uh, character motivations and, and you know this kind of story, you can like appreciate on that level. And that's why the movie ends there, because you know after he screams at the monster, he turns around, he starts walking, and you see that there's a road because you see a car driving. So he's near a road, so he's near civilization. So you you know enough to know that he's going to get back and he'll be okay. But it just ends right after the screaming because that's the end of the movie. That's the end of the story. He he you know he figuratively he got up from behind those shelves and he screamed at the bad guy. That was the you know he did that at the end of the movie. Journey complete. Roll the credits because we're done. Um, and it's interesting because obviously throughout the movie he keeps having these nightmare sequences where, and it's implied that there's something kind of real to it where, like, because at one point when he's been chased by the monster actually at the end, uh, much like some of his nightmares, part of the forest becomes the the, the, the supermarket or the yeah. the I store think, where the shelves yeah. will appear in the forest and the, the lights appear. Just like visually speaking, I, I think that just looks so cool and like mm. unique. Where yeah, part it's part forest, part convenience store. Especially towards the end when the monster's chasing them and kind of like, you know, uh, like as yeah, it's chasing them, like destroying it. Because it, it shifts. Because earlier on when he first has the nightmare, it's like it's just the convenience store, but the ground happens to be dark. You know, it happens to be the yeah. the, the, the forest floor, if you will. But the, it's otherwise the store. But at the end, when he's chased by the monster, it's just the shelving and the lights just kind of spread out in the forest. They're just kind of there around. Um, and the way I kind of read this is that you know the, the idea of the, the the monster has more to him than just a physical threat. Where these nightmares that we're having were all being inspired by their own deep fears, but the monster's like, oh, power was doing that, and that's why he was kind of like seeing these things and. Like uh, you know, seeing like the the the, all, the worst night of his life, you know, basically yeah. was manifesting in front of him. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, and it, and like uh, you kind of get the sense that he's doing something similar uh, to the other people, but yeah, it's not really their story as much. Yeah, you, uh, you don't get to see what they're seeing, but you get the sense that they're, they're, he's doing it to all of them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're all having this uh, almost Lovecraftian thing where it's like getting into their yeah. head and making them like you know like live their darkest fears and you know see their worst nightmares and all the rest of it oh. uh, so was again is something that makes the movie work it gives it that extra little level <laughs> on top of the uh just the you know what was the monster chasing us ah yeah uh, <laughs> it's so good actually just like i kind of just want to watch it again <laughs> <laughs> no it, it, it was uh it was a nice surprising surprising gem yeah. Uh, it's nice to be this enthusiastic about a movie on this show. I feel like so often, and like, obviously sometimes yeah. we'll do a classic, and obviously we're enthusiastic about those. But in terms of new I, movies, it's, it's it's rare to be this enthusiastic. Yeah, I feel like we haven't had anything super bad lately, but I feel like we had a long string of just kind of meh movies. So yeah, it's nice to have one that like, and maybe it helped that I feel like most of the movies I watch lately haven't blown me away like you know some have been good but not great that hmm. maybe it, it makes this one stand out a little more uh, especially again like to come out of nowhere like i don't think i even realized it was supposed to be out like it was i, mean, I think the last one we were pretty positive on to, like a new movie was maybe happy death day we really both oh, yeah. were into that we're very positive on that but yeah, so it's just this it's nice to feel this positive about a movie. Like I say, uh, the monster looks cool as shit. They they mm -hmm. tease it and build to it at a proper pace. That by the time you see it, 
Um, it's it's the right time to show it, but it's also you know it actually pays off visually. You're not going, oh, this looks stupid. Um, yeah. It works from a character level. It's really well directed. There's a lot of creepy moments, a lot of creepy sound effects, uh, some great visuals. The first moment when they, f- they catch the uh, the deer that's in the you know it's up in the trees and oh, they're yeah. like, oh, did a bear do that? It's like, oh yeah, did bears do that? It's like, how could a, how did a bear put it up that high? And like, they're questioning it. Um, right from so, that 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 moment, it's just creepy, and it never stops being creepy. Yeah. It's got that sense I, I, of dread throughout the whole thing. So I, I suppose we should rate the movie out of ten. So Tim, mm-hmm. what would you uh, what would you rate it? Uh, again, I liked it a whole lot, uh, but I do, you know, have that thing where you see a really good movie for the first time, and you got that little bit of high afterwards. Like it's only been a few days, so you know, I I don't want to you know jump the gun too much and be like oh this is a 10 so like i'm gonna i'm gonna give it an 8.5 very good high score but (laughs) uh i i will say that uh this is definitely one i'm gonna watch again and you know maybe once i kind of let my new high excitement uh clear uh i can definitely see this maybe being bumped up to like a nine um who knows maybe even higher maybe when i reflect on it but uh but for now i'm gonna temper my excitement a little bit and just give it an 8.5 uh, I'm around the same score, although I'm going with a solid eight for now. Yeah. Uh, very good. It might it might rise up a little bit uh, with repeat viewings down the line, yeah. um, but for now, I think it's a, a solid, solid eight. Yeah. Uh, I I know I definitely will watch this again. I'm not sure when, uh, but it like right now, yeah, they just put it on Netflix, so it's very easy to watch. But this is definitely one that I would want in my library. Like, you know, once it's out on Blu-ray, especially if it has like you know some good special features and whatnot, I'm definitely gonna want to pick it up. Uh, but that that is the uh, that is the ritual. Uh, what I thought was going to be a purely supernatural movie ended up being more of a monster movie, but with a you know cosmic horror kind of like twist. Uh, I say cosmic; it's not really cosmic, cosmic, but it has the same kind of effect. Yeah. But it's a uh, yeah. So ba- bastard I, son of Loki. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, I kind of feel like this is the Blair Witch movie that I always wanted. Like I like the idea of Blair Witch, but I don't feel like any of the movies necessarily like you know nailed it that much for me and i feel like this was you know the closest to that kind of movie that i wanted like yes like i love you know people lost in the woods um creepy stuff going on and yeah great <laughs> well i love the first player Witch, so i mean i'm not going to uh, say that so much but there's definitely comparisons to make early on i think once it gets going deep into it, obviously it gets very different but yeah uh yeah. you know uh, so, so no, uh, that's the that's the ritual. Uh, so, of course, let us know what you thought of the movie if you've watched it in the comments below. Uh, like and subscribe, all the usual stuff. Get us on the Twitters at mailed underscore fuzz for channel updates. If you want to support the show and the channel, head over to patreon.com slash TV. You can do that over there. There'll be a link in the description for that. Uh, but otherwise, that is us. So, thank you once again for watching. Keep watching scary movies, and we'll see you next time.